Greetings and welcome to another edition of the AMSSM Sports MedCast. I'm your host, Dr. Devin McFadden, and I'm thrilled to be joined today by Dr. Andy Peterson, Pediatrics and Sports Medicine from the University of Iowa, Dr. Anthony Butler, Family Medicine and Sports Medicine from the Uniformed Services University of the Health Sciences, and Dr. Stephanie Klee-Thermis, PhD, University of Wisconsin-Madison. We'd like to thank the BJSM for their help in the production of this episode. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being here today. I guess we'll start off by just kind of talking about the history of the Collaborative Research Network, kind of how things got started and kind of what the the initial goals were that you set a couple of years ago. Thanks, Devin. So I think it's important to understand that research has always been a core value of the American Medical Society of Sports Medicine. Way back when the founders were putting together AMSSM, there was this guy named Jim Puffer, who at the very first meeting said, you know, unless we have good research in what was then called primary care sports medicine, we won't ever survive. And so really from the very start of the foundation, there was the idea that good research needed to be done as a part of this organization. That sort of percolated along. We saw that early on, even when the organization was very young, they started giving away research money even when they probably didn't have it to give. But AMSM has always been very generous with research grants that they've done and and have featured research prominently in their program. There was the research committee that was established to, uh, again, to move forward some of these aims. And then several years ago, uh, the time was ripe to sort of take it to the next level, and it was decided that they were going to establish, the board of directors decided to establish the Collaborative Research Network, which is what we're a part of now. Um, and uh, we did a, a nationwide job search to try to find a director, and we got Dr. Cleothermus for that, and we're really happy about that. And now we're kind of halfway through our second year of existence, and um, Really excited about what we have done and very, very excited about what's still coming in the future and, and anxious about that. But that's the history of how we kind of got started and, and uh, how research has always been a part of AMSSM. That's great. Thank you very much. Dr. Cleothermis, would you care to tell us about the primary goals of the Collaborative Research Network? Sure, I'm happy to. Thanks. So formally, the mission of the CRN is to uh, foster multi-site collaborative research among our members uh, in an attempt to improve the practice of sports medicine. So that's kind of our our guiding principle. And there are a lot of smaller goals that fall under that umbrella, including trying to increase the caliber of research among our members, as well as the amount of research that they do. And we have certain initiatives that help us accomplish those goals. Uh, We also are really keen on engaging with our members, being a relevant research network so that we can help foster connections among researchers with shared interests and um, support their research efforts and their collaborative efforts in any way that uh, is most helpful for them. Great. Dr. Peterson, I know that uh, there was a lot of time spent developing the uh, primary research priorities for the Collaborative Research Network. Can you uh, address those and kind of let us know what the primary uh, areas we're looking to investigate are? Sure, absolutely. Uh, w- when we first started putting together some of our initial proposals and, and goals, 
um, we needed to focus on specific topics. So it's not enough to just say you have a grant mechanism or that you have got some type of uh, way for bringing people together. You have to have some type of structure to bring people together around. And so we focused on a handful of research priorities. And these research priorities were focused partly on the types of things that are important to the clinicians that work um, in, in primary care sports medicine, the AMSSM membership, but also some of the things that are potentially fundable down the line, things that might uh, attract extramural funding through the NIH or other major funding granting uh, organizations. And so we identify five specific areas, the first of which is bone health, second which was cardiac screening, third was concussion, fourth was sports specialization and athletic performance, and the fifth was the use of ultrasound within sports medicine. So those were the five main topic areas that we focused on. Now, I, I want to be clear about this. You know, These aren't the only five things that are important to sports medicine doctors and to researchers with, within AMSSM. You know, the main thing that's important to us is getting people to start working together in some of their research endeavors. We want to break down some of these silos that people are in when they're um, thinking about research and thinking about their own you know, research productivity and to start working together to start to build data that can be useful and, and maybe generalizable to a larger population. But because of the necessity of creating some type of framework and infrastructure, we came up with those five specific um, you know, research areas that we wanted to focus on. All right. Dr. Cleethermes, would you care to give us an update on kind of the progress we've made in the, the past year and a half? Yeah, so uh, I can talk specifically specifically about some of our our major initiatives, uh, including uh, we recently awarded our first multi-site research grant award, um, and this was to three three PIs that are members of AMSSM. It's a multi-site research uh, study looking at the effects of exercise uh, at a sub-threshold symptom threshold level uh, post-concussion. And so we're really excited about this. Uh, I don't think the purpose of the CRN is to become a granting agency, but this is certainly one of our primary initiatives to really help members grow their research. And we uh, put out an RFP last year, last summer, and we received numerous, really numerous submissions, and many of them were of high quality and caliber, and so we're really excited about that. Our members have tremendous ideas and tremendous research capabilities, so we're really excited to be able to award them uh, at least one uh, with some money to to bring them to the next level and hopefully allow them to go on for bigger uh, and better things. So that that study is getting ready to get started. Um, We also have a wonderful initiative that's happening at the annual meeting this year. Uh, It's our Shark Tank initiative and we were able to secure secure a $25,000 research grant to give to a team of investigators that are studying osteoarthritis, and we're going to use a Shark Tank theme approach uh, from the popular TV show, and we have chosen three finalists from another uh, competitive RFP process, and they will compete on stage at our annual meeting, and uh, we, the audience, as well as the sharks that will be up on stage, and a scientific review committee will ultimately choose the winner of this research award. So we're really excited about uh, those grant uh, opportunities and uh, certainly hoping to continue to do things of similar nature in the future. That's very exciting, and I'm sure to be very entertaining as well. One of the conflicts that I can see uh, from a membership perspective is how you support the kind of individual private practice you know, one or two people groups versus the large uh, academic centers and things like that. So how do you support the, you know, small guys in the AMSSM membership? 
Yeah, that's an excellent question. And I think an area of um, of common confusion around what we do, you know, the AMS system research committee hasn't gone away. It's not like we're supplanting what AMS system has been doing for research going back you know, many, many years. Um, there's still mechanisms for people who are doing small research or are, you know, in training or people who are starting to work on, on their research career to submit for grants, to submit for opportunities to present their information, um, and, and lots of other opportunities related to research within AMSSM. We think of some of the granting opportunities that we've had through the CRN as, as being a bit of a kind of cherry on the top of, of what's already in place. And there's opportunities for small grants for fellows and, and residents and early career investigators. There's opportunities for, for mid-sized grants for people who are um, starting out and, and trying to build their research portfolio. There's some medium-sized grants, especially through the AMSSM, ACSM collaboration um, for opportunity for grants to help bridge people over to some larger funding mechanisms. And then our larger grant that we just had this last year, um, a $300,000 award, is much larger than what we've given in the past. But we also think of that as a bit of a step as well. And so I don't want to think of that as, as the end-all, be-all for people that are um, progressing through the research careers within AMSSM. Ideally, people that have progressed through those those types of larger award mechanisms are moving on to NIH funding or CDC funding or National Science Foundation funding. There's multiple areas of, um, of potential funding down the road for people who have successfully kind of moved their way through the ladder of AMSSM funding mechanisms. So just to be clear about this, you know, the things that we're doing with, with the Collaborative Research Network are meant to bring people who are pretty established researchers together, but there's plenty of opportunities within AMSSM for the more junior researcher, for people who want to do research and are looking for ways uh, to get involved. And yet I'd say that I really want us as um, a collaborative research network to be available and accessible to each individual member. Now, what does that mean? I mean, there are 500 sports medicine fellows. Clearly, Dr. Clithermis cannot do the statistics for every fellow's research project. In fact, that's really not what she should be doing at all. But we do still want to be accessible, and we want to do things that are important to that every member as they're seeing patients. And that's what gets to really these the research that's important in driving improvements in clinical practice. And how do we do that? And, you know, I, Andy, I don't know how, how we do that. This is a debate we have all the time at the CRI level of, okay, how, how do we, you know, move forward collaborative research on a big scale, but at the same time recognize that a lot of our members at AMSM are not doing that big research. So uh, that's a balance, right? And it's a balance of making sure that the big research that we do is important, that it's not just stuff that's only important for the ivory tower or for the academic physician or for the multi-specialty physician, but, but for every physician seeing any sports medicine patient that this research would be important for, or at least for most of us. I think there's also some areas that, that uh, we can make an impact and where we can involve lots of folks. So uh, we're right now looking at patient-reported outcomes, for example, right? So you do something to a patient and then gather data on, you know, is the patient better, worse, or the same after you've done that to them over time? And, you know, we'd like to be able to track those, and we'd like to be able to... Those, those I think, are the quality measures that are really going to matter in the future, we like to be able to track those and at some level aggregate them so that we can start to make sense out of what everyone's doing. It's a, it's a pretty ambitious thing, but th that's clearly a level where we're going to need people to help us develop what are the right outcome measures to be looking at at which time points. That's something that 
can be done by people in academic centers, but it's also something that could be done, and we value the input of folks who are in solo practice or in private practice on their own. We hope that we'll be able to make available mechanisms whereby people in private practice or people in academic practice could share data with us and could do something that would be helpful for them as their practice, but they could also do things that would be good for the greater good of, of the organization and the field of sports medicine by sharing data. So we do look for that. In the end, we'd like to be able to have both worlds of moving big research forward, but being relevant to and having every member of the AMSM say, I may understand everything the CRN does, and some of what they do I'm not sure of, but I do know that they've done this that has made a difference in my practice of sports medicine. That's great, and thank you very much for that, that clarification and information. That certainly clears up for me kind of what you guys are aiming to do and, and how you support us all, so I very much appreciate that. Kind of closing up, is there any key points that you think I missed that you'd like to recap or uh, anything we didn't address that you'd like to send out to our listenership? Well, we spent a lot of time talking about our successes so far. Um, we, we have some goals as well. Our, our next steps involve a summit next year um, related to sports specialization. Um, this is a pretty ambitious project where we're going to try to do a, a meeting around the time of the annual meeting where we have a scientific uh, summit related to some of the issues related to early sports specialization, um, have a meeting of people who are stakeholders within the field, and then create a, cons uh, a scientific consensus document um, that would be an AMSSM document um, to share the information that's gained from the, the summit. Um, this, this is a very ambitious project, um, arguably more so more ambitious than the other things that we've done with our granting and and, um, and other minor projects. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how this goes over the next 12 months. All right. Well, Dr. Peterson, Dr. Butler, Dr. Cleethermis, I'd like to thank you very much for your time today. We'd also like to thank you, the listener, and hope you found this time beneficial uh, and understand a little bit better what the collaborative, collaborative Research Network is and how they can support you. The views expressed are those of the speakers alone and do not reflect the official policy or position of the AMSSM, the U.S. Army, the U.S. Air Force, the Department of Defense, or the U.S. government.